This is the Affirm America podcast, where we stand up and speak out affirming American excellence. Coming to you deep in the heart of the Midwest, located in an undisclosed log cabin on the outskirts of town, your host, Marquis Vandemark. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Affirm America podcast. I'm your host, Marquis Vandemark. We've got an interesting uh, interview for you today. As you know, uh, Ukraine has been attacked by Russia, and there was a rally here in central Ohio. Ukrainians rallying against uh, the Russian invasion. We've got a few interviews here with uh, some of the locals that have family in Maripol, where a lot of the bombing has taken place. And uh, I'm going to share that with you today. I think you'll find it very insightful and also give you an insight of what's happening in Ukraine with the bombing and the incredible destruction that's taking place as a result of Putin's invasion of that country. Zelensky spoke to the uh, Congress uh, yesterday and put out a plea for more support, more weapons, planes, in fact, even asking to um, no-fly zone set up. The Congress and the Senate, that's the most they've been uh, united, I think, in years as a result of what's going on. There was uh, overall standing ovation from all right and left Republicans and Democrats in support of Zelensky gave an incredible speech. As of today, Biden is still very slow. He's um, not all there, I think. He's a firm. He's not really a leader. And as a result, his weakness is creating this problem. The dictators around the world see the weakness, and they are taking advantage of the U.S. at this time. Putin especially, and we're also seeing the Iranians dropping bombs. China's uh, flying over Taiwan. As a result of this weakness, we have to be on high alert and recognize exactly what's going on. So I want to take you over to the rally in Central Ohio. This is the Ukrainian Association of Central Ohio, and they held a rally today, and I've got a couple good interviews for you. So let's go listen to those right now. Okay, we're here with the Affirm America podcast down here in Columbus, Ohio. There's a rally going on here. And I'm with uh, one of the supporters here. What's your name, dear? My name is Olina, and I'm American citizen. I'm living in the U.S. for 20 years. And uh, my family, my whole family, my two parents, who is almost 90 years old, and my husband's family... His father, his brother, his family, it's in Mariupol, Ukraine. We don't have any connection to them, any news from them for already more than a week. We stopped talking like on March 2nd. 
I am every day I'm thinking that maybe tomorrow will be a little better but at the morning I check the news and I see that it's getting worse and worse and worse in Mariupol, Ukraine. The, uh, the city is practically surrounded by Russians and today we got a news that some Russian troops are already in the city, destroying city. Over the last 24 hours we counted 22 bombings of the civilian buildings. 22 bombings. When I see photo from uh, citizens of Ukraine where they're posting in chats trying to find their families, I recognize vividly every building there and practically no building got undestroyed. I'm not talking even about people. They're all hiding in the basements trying to survive. And uh, because Mariupol is under blockade, there is no food, no electricity, no water, nothing. They are, it's just humanitarian catastrophe. And picturing my parents who is 90s, who survived COVID in November, I'm so blessed that I went there and I saved them. They survived and right now they, I don't know if they, they will survive this. And it's just breaking my heart. Last week when I saw this horrible pictures uh, bombing maternity union unit in Mariupol. It's just across of the street from my husband building. It's just across. I just see it, and I will tell you more. My son was born in this unit 24 years ago, and it just it just makes me hopeless. I just don't know what to do. The hopelessness tears my heart most of all. I cannot help. Of course, we are sending money to funds every day. This is the only thing which keeps me sane because it's just kind of, it's, it's my sleeping pill, not knowing that I'm helping, but there is nothing I can do. And it seems like the whole world just has to see and listen to what I'm saying because it's gonna be next to other countries. Putin will not stop, he's, he's a maniac. And destroying the cities, civilians and kids you know how many people already died over the last week? 2,187. I just checked last hour. 2,187 civilians and kids and women and elderly people. And we need to do something. We need to raise awareness and stop this aggression because the weakness the world is demonstrating right now, it doesn't help. It just makes him stronger. We need to stop him somewhere. And my Mariupol is just standing as hard as it's possible, but I just, I just don't know what to do. So please, please spread awareness, send help, and thank you. So what do you think, Maria, about uh, the U.S. response? Has the U.S. responded appropriately? Uh, the world, has it re responded appropriately? What do you, what do you think uh, is happening as far as the response from other, other nations? I think that uh, European Union is helping with the refugees and I'm very, very grateful to, to them because over two million people cross the borders and people, in, people uh, open their homes and help them as much as possible. But right now what I see is that United States is demonstrating weakness. It's waiting. It still thinks that this man, Putin, he is the same logical person he doesn't he he's not this this guy nobody can stop him he's like a rat 
if probably a lot of you read already the story which he wrote about himself like when he was little he felt like a rat if you are cornered somewhere you're gonna bite and you're gonna fight unless somebody kill you and right now he's just seeing weakness from all countries because we are thinking about houses about our houses about our countries like he's gonna stop somewhere but he won't and this is very obvious to me it's not only because my family is there but because i just see and i know i know this guy i when, when he he came i don't know him personally of course but when he came to be uh, president he always been like that he doesn't respect weakness he doesn't respect logic he respect only his power and only his decisions so it's definitely should be something close the sky is why i'm here we need to close the sky because my city is destroyed from the air now yeah. from the air and we need to close it we cannot wait anymore and right now they're talking about chemical weapons they're gonna use so what we are going to do to wait until chemical weapons or nuclear weapons he will use and then only how about thinking about a little bit ahead of time and doing something so i know uh, some of the reports from the u.s news is there the fear is that if you know they were to uh, come in and protect the sky that it might trigger a world war that it would go beyond just Ukraine, but could become something even much larger. Well, what's your thoughts on on that fear that maybe some of the other nations have? You already said this war, it's a fear. What I think, of course I'm afraid of World War II. I have two kids who is in the age when they are gonna fight in this war. But what I think that the, the fact that we are not stopping and we are not doing anything right now, it will not stop the third war. It will start anyways, just maybe a week later, just maybe two weeks later. But it will not stop him, because right now he's outrageous that his economy is destroyed, that he's actually losing with the soldiers, but he has, he has a number of the soldiers. So it, it's very hard for Ukraine to fight for entire world. Yes, our, our people are furious. I never seen connection and unite, uh, the people being united for a long time right now everybody is fighting but we, we just we small nation we are very brave but we are small nation we cannot fight for the whole world the whole world should stop hiding behind our backs hiding behind the backs of the old people little people waiting until it will be enough numbers of killed and then we can stop into pursue the justice this is what i think it's a weakness and it's it's not right yeah. we stand here with you today i know that uh it's very difficult for your country and and we can only pray and do our part you know we can contribute we can certainly try to help that way and god bless you and your family and your country and let's hope this thing ends very quickly i think uh putin is uh, who he is He's a dictator. He needs to be stopped. It's it's a it's a different time now. We're living in a different world. We don't need to be have dictators around the world anymore. So, again, God bless you and thank you for your support. Yes. The one thing, the situation right now. I I read we read a lot of about World War Two. It's 
when I was in school in university, because it was on our land, we read about it. Right now, I'm just comparing a lot of things which happening right now to the things which happened before World War II. The World War II was a little bit delayed, but the whole world stepped in anyways. And right now, I see a lot of parallels. We just need to learn from these lessons which we already passed. It's, it's still very, very vivid and raw because it just not even 100 years passed. And right now we just need to think what happened then and make our decision on this history. We need to learn history lessons. It's very important. Yeah. And this way we can predict the future and maybe change it yeah. a little bit. I agree. I agree 100%. Well, again, thank you so much. God bless you, and uh, God bless the people of Ukraine. Thank you so much. Thank you for your support. I really hope for the best. And Ukraine, Ukraine will win. It's a brave country. Yes. All right, thank you. God bless you. Okay, we're here with the Affirm America podcast. I'm speaking with Natalie Grisham, and uh, she's here in support of the Ukrainian protest here down in central Ohio. Tell us a little bit why you're here today, uh, Natalie. I'm here uh, because I support my country that was invaded by Putin, Russia, Putin's Russia. And uh, I want to encourage Americans to uh, support Ukraine more uh, and to send uh, anti-rocket defense and fighter jets to Ukraine. And don't to be afraid of Putin. U.S. should not be afraid of Putin. You have stronger army and you cannot just stand by and watch how people die civilians. You're from, uh, what city are you from? I'm from Mariupol. So uh, Mariupol has been in the news recently, lots of uh, bombings and terrible things happening there. Uh, do, you, do you still have family there in the city? I have a lot of family. I have, my parents are there, uh, two of my aunts are there, my uncle, their children, grandchildren. I have about a dozen, maybe more. Have you been able to uh, speak with them or find out what's going on? I have not been able to speak for for a long time. And finally, I was able to speak uh, yesterday and today. They found one like cell phone that has a little bit of power left. And I spoke to my mom. They said that as a bomber, uh, how to say, it fell on their apartment complex. So two sections uh, uh, burned. Uh, their section was not hit, so there are people who uh, ran from that other section they are living in, in their apartments. And so we pray for them every day. So, But uh, uh, Russians are bombing and shelling and artillery uh, constantly. They cannot leave uh, the, the house. But they're okay. So, uh, so far you've been able to they make... They're not okay. But I mean you've made communication with them, right? I made communication. Uh, there is no heat, no water. Uh, it's cold outside. It's like in 20s Fahrenheit. Yeah, they are alive. I would n not say they are okay. Well, praise God. We're glad to hear that. Yeah. What's your thoughts about how the U.S. has reacted to the situation in Ukraine? Do you think they've done enough or... Not enough, or do you think they should do more? What's your what's your feelings on the U.S.'s response? Well, uh, I appreciate all the effort that the U.S. done 
sanctions and the money they are sending and support that they are given. Uh, and of course, I don't think it's enough. I think the response is weak and delayed. And uh, <coughs> uh, yeah, I do believe the uh, Ukraine needs more weapons. They are fighting heroically there, heroically. They are fighting for uh, every, every piece of land. And uh, the troop Russians are, they are much more Russians and they have more weapon and uh, I basically, I do not feel that US is doing enough because uh, uh, Ukrainian government and Ukrainian civilians and Ukrainian citizens here in US, they keep asking Ukrainian, uh, American government to send uh, fighter jets and to close the sky because this is what is happening to uh, even if you cannot provide no fly zone just provide us uh, the weapon and the jets and we will do ourselves yeah well uh, it's good to see the support here today here in central ohio and columbus and we really uh, pray for uh, ukraine those uh, innocent people that are being bombed and uh, we also want to pray for your family too so let us just all hope that this ends very quickly. Thank you so very much for your support. Yeah. Thank you, Natalie. Pray all the time, day and night. Thank you. Very good. Thank you. Okay, so there you have it. That's the um, rally here in Central Ohio, Ukrainian Association in Central Ohio, holding a rally against the invasion of Ukraine by Russia and Putin. And uh, you could hear in the and the voices of those children of the families that are in Maripol that are being bombed, their uh, pain and suffering, realizing that their family members are under attack by a dictator, Putin. And their big concern is just the delay, the delayed response of the U.S. This is typical of someone that is a firm, like our President Joe Biden is. He's not fit to lead. He has uh, uh, his mental capacity is compromised. It's very difficult for people that are in this state to make decisions quickly because their cognitive abilities are delayed and slowed. And as a result of this, we can see how this affects leadership and how it affects especially in the fog of war where decisions need to be made quickly. So we uh, pray for the Ukrainian people. We hope that the more common sense people, the grown-ups in the room, can make the decisions and help the U.S. president to make the right choices so that we can push back this aggression, allow for the free world to take a stance against aggression of Putin's invasion. So, uh, again, thank you for joining us on uh, this episode of the Affirm America podcast. You can subscribe to our channel at AffirmAmerica.com. Give us your email address, and we'll send out a notice to you when each episode is released. You can also reach me at Marquis, M-A-R-Q-U-I-S, at AffirmAmerica.com. Again, thanks very much for joining us. God bless you, and God bless Ukraine and the families under siege from Putin's invasion. This is the Affirm America podcast with your host, Marquis Vandemark. And let's never forget, America is great and we affirm it.